It's five minutes with me. Hey, hey, ho. Welcome to Five Minutes with Marco. So some time ago, a brilliant and thoughtful youth worker friend and coaching program grad sent me an email with a great question. He wrote, you tweeted this from the camp you were speaking at this weekend. And then he quoted my tweet, which said, amazing night at the event, at the event I'm speaking at. About 40 teens decided to follow Jesus tonight. My friend continued in his email, I'm honestly interested in what this look like looks like when you're speaking and leading those moments. Not sure if you have the time or ability to type that out, but man, I trust how you speak and lead, e.g. not manipulating emotions, making promises that may not hold up, etc. And I've been struggling with this for a while, which seems weird to type, but I'm really working at how to lead moments at camps, retreats, and trips that aren't manipulative, that aren't gross, and aren't, aren't about numbers, but still give kids a chance to confess their desire to know and follow Jesus in a healthy way, both in that moment and then in their future contexts. Here is my response to him. Yeah, I went back and forth about including that number 40 in the tweet for all the reasons you list. It's been a journey for me also. Many years ago, I found that I was really good at manipulating teens, especially middle schoolers. And disgusted with that, I moved away from calling teens to a decision, though I probably still focused a good bit on application and next step stuff. But I eventually came back around in a way. I realize that most teens need to make decisions, heck, most adults do too, that feel like important place-in-time commitments. And I'm not all that concerned anymore about whether that decision sticks completely. Most need to make a series of decisions. In my thinking now, I see those commitment points as Ebenezer's on their journeys, points in real time where they sensed that they were experiencing God and wanted to mark that in some way. So I'm careful not to manipulate. I use common language and I'm not overly emotive, but I do offer an opportunity to respond, usually a first time commitment as well as a recommitment of sorts. I use language about taking a step toward Jesus. I tell them how they can express that as I desire to God however they want. And then I offer that if they're not sure how to pray, I I'd suggest some words and they can grab them out of the air and make them their own. I try to avoid avoid overly churchy words. I don't talk about a personal decision to follow Christ or getting saved or anything like that. I usually use wording that connects with whatever talk I've just given. I rarely do come down front like altar call responses anymore. I don't really like them, but I'm willing to if the host really wants me to. But even then, I'll often ask students who made a commitment to raise their hands and make eye contact with me. I take time looking around the room and intentionally trying to point to each one and make eye contact and say, I see you. This past weekend, I actually had them stand up, too. It was just what I sensed I was supposed to do in that moment. This group felt like it needed a little extra action step. I have found that some sort of physical action, even as tiny as raising a hand, goes a long way to make the moment more impactful and memorable. Sort of like the action of physically building an Ebenezer. So, listener, what are your thoughts? I realize we have a wide theological spectrum here. How have you struggled with this tension? The Youth Cartel Podcast Network.